What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fart Lake podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fart Like on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlek.com. Now we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community. And we would love you to be a part of it. We're raging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. And with that being said, seeing as I did a such a good job of this last time, hit the music! Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of fun, like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in. Oh, Matt, you're going to have to take this. I'm ill. Oh, go cool. Get violin out. It's your time to shine. Go on. This is your moment. This <laughs> is your perfect this moment. My, this is my moment. I'll leave the songs till later on. Oh, Spoiler. yeah, please do. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I've got no jokes. Well, you should have prepared one. Well, it's not you that does this shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. Kick a man while he's down. Yeah. Um, let me think. What do you call a dinosaur with no eyes? Do you think you saw us? <laughs> Bubbles. Hello, Fartlekers. Welcome to Series 5, Episode 11 of the What the Fartlekes podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Rob. I thought you were going to say <laughs> my name's Rob for a second then. I said, no. <laughs> no, no. I've got this wrong. Flip it, reverse it. Flip it, bop it, smash it, twist it. Um, <laughs> Ed, oh, Ed but it. Hey, what you what you do with your bop it in the privacy of your own room is your business. But I prefer it if you left me out of it. <laughs> How are we doing, mate? You all right? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Ill, poorly, man. I've been vomiting. Yeah, you said you were, yeah. I've been, yeah, it's been gross. Um, yeah. Kids. Yeah. Kids just passing lurgy to each other <laughs> and bringing it home from school and giving it to me. Yeah, they're good at that. They seem to be good at that. It's all they're bloody good for. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm coming through it. If, if we'd have right. recorded yesterday, it would have been a different conversation. I'd have been yeah, doing we're it leaving from... it a little bit late this week, huh? <laughs> we, we really are. It is currently, just to give you guys some context, it is 6.13. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, on Wednesday night, and uh, we are currently recording uh, for me still to edit later. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Professionals. Why don't you tell everyone what's on the show today, Matthew? Yeah, so how's our week? I've actually done a bit of running this week, bit spoiler. Uh, going to be discussing the Park Run Cup with Ben, I believe. <laughs> I've not thought that far ahead. <laughs> Professionals ever continue. <laughs> Uh, interview with Jess, aka Jess Keep Running, 
Uh, Statman John's in a circle, but he's still fucking doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but let's face it, the segment you've all been waiting for is my song again. I've changed it up again. I've got a new new song to come. Look it's forward pretty, to hearing that. It's pretty special. <laughs> uh, roll called and the thank yous. Ooh, thank you. So tell me how your week's been then, man. Tell me about this running you've done. I, I said running. I, I went out on Monday, my day off, and I just thought, you know what? Stuff it, I'll rock me rucksack up with a lot of goodies and some raincoat and uh, some gels. And I've decided to go out and do 17 miles uh, wow. along the, the hills and the trails of uh, of Rotherham, the sunny Rotherham. It looks like it down all the way around, but we got it done. Uh, decided to incorporate quite a few quite a few different hills. I think I managed about 480, 500 metres of elevation gain. Uh, decided to do a couple of hills twice, so like up the hill back down just to try and get some endurance in the legs and from from a mental <laughs> from a mental stability side uh, you know getting in your head that you've got to be doing that sort of stuff so yeah uh, yeah i enjoyed it um got tough probably about 15 15 16 miles in uh maybe even even closer than that because i ended up getting a big hole in my uh, my shorts i'm chafing quite a bit so uh yeah about 12 13 miles this chafing started coming and it started to become more more of a walk than a run um yeah. i found it difficult actually adapting because the hills some of the hills I, I had to walk up and I, I usually run run on them mm. uh and you're such an athlete that it must have felt yeah. weird slowing down. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad I had to slow down, to be honest, because I don't think I would have been able to run up them. But yeah. uh, just adjusting to actually running from, uh, from uh, sorry, walking from the bottom, pretty much to 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 the top, it was uh, it was a strange strange feeling. But uh, enjoyable was, though. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, got got uh, piss wet through, but enjoyed it. I got back home and uh, and felt like I'd done something, which was good. Enjoyed it. Uh, Excellent. Well done, on, you, mate. Yeah, took on board uh, Jess and Kenny. Jess and Kenny. Jess and Derek's uh, advice from the other week, uh, mm-hmm. and, and tried some fueling and had time on feet. I think it took me three hours and fifteen minutes for this this uh, particular sixteen, seventeen miles. Yeah. Um, did you make a point uh, on Strava that you were ultra training, so it wasn't a fast one? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Okay. I did. you've, you've, you've only stopped doing that since I've been ribbing you mercilessly over it, I've noticed. Oh, no, I only do it when I run with you, Rob. That's what it is. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today I ran with a thumb. <laughs> yeah, one so, joke. Yeah. One joke. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, I didn't bitch and moan, uh, which was what the advice Kenny gave, gave us. So, uh, yeah. You bitched and moaned a bit about your chafe shorts. All right, Rob. No. <laughs> just trying to give you some motivation. I'm just offering. I'm offering you room for improvement next time. But no, well done. Really good job. No, mate. I enjoyed I, it. I, I'm hoping to get out of this Saturday. Uh, I think uh, JP and um, lose Dan and uh, Neil Marshall. Uh, Neil Marshall are mm. going to be doing a, a recce of the route on Saturday. I'm hoping to try and get over, but uh, just logistically it might not be possible. But we'll see. I'm hoping I can go and uh, go and join them for that. Uh, That'll be a lovely day. It would be. Yeah, my daughter's got college placement and stuff like this, and she needs running to and from there. So I'm just trying to sort right. that lot out as well. So it's a bit bit tough and a bit tricky, but uh, hoping to 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 make it. But we'll see. So there you go. There we go. It is. Yes, mate. How's your week been? 
Uh, Laid low, to be honest, because I've not been very mm. well. The weather's been a bit pants as well, hasn't it? So um, we've, we've, we're still struggling with the old teething baby with the separation anxiety. So uh-huh. uh, we woke up on my dad visited this weekend, which was nice. Uh, we don't see him very often. He lives in France. But obviously um, we were isolating um, until he got his PCR test result back. Um, so we couldn't run and uh, park run. Uh, he got here on the Thursday, didn't get his test results on the Saturday morning. So we're like, we were watching the clock and it came in at Saturday at about half seven. We're like, yes, we can run park run. Looked out the window. Ooh, no, maybe mm. not. <laughs> the weather wasn't ideal. And, uh, and and also there was the fact that um, we hadn't slept because of the baby. Yeah. So, um, But we did manage to get out for a nice run with uh, with Ben. Yep. Uh, not run with Ben for a little while, so that was nice. Sammy came out. I got to run with Sammy, which I never do. We only did 5k around Rother Valley, but super chatty. Um, it was great. She's running um, uh, Blackburn 10k on Sunday. She's not had a great chance to do a lot of running, so it's nice to get out together. Uh, looking yep. forward to to watching her do that. Um, I'm emceeing run through. Uh, this we weekend, go. that's my job. So if you are at Tatton Park 10K on Saturday or Blackburn 10K on Sunday, please do um, give me a shout at the MC booth because I will be there cheering you on and shouting you home. Uh, really excited to do that. Not a chance to do it since August. So um, that'll be something a bit different and a bit fun. And to be honest, that's about it, really. So I'm just I'm just kind of plodding along at, at the moment. There's no plan in place. I've got nothing to really train for. I'm just just pootling. Nice, nice. I like it. And the fact that you're doing the MCing again is, is awesome stuff. So I'm hoping you'll you'll see a fair few uh, what the fart like T-shirts over there as well. That'd be that'd be good to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I think um, David Young on yep. Saturday is going to be marshalling a uh, uh, I can't remember if he's running it or marshalling it, but I'm going to get to see him, meet him for the first time, which would be great. Um, familiar faces at Blackburn, JP and Paul are going to be there, Sean mm-hmm. West, Westy's going to be there. Um, yeah, really going to get to spend a few days with Sammy as well without the kids, which would be nice. So oh, yeah, bro. it's, it's going to be a nice weekend. Of course, it'd be better if you were there, but, um, yeah. but never mind. We can't have it all, can we? We can't, we can't, I'm afraid. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got loads to get to this week. Uh, no real preamble. We've had a good little chat about our week. Should we get straight into it? Should we go and have a chat with Mr. Ben Stittle, find out how he's got on a park run this week, but also with a bit of an update on the old park run cup. What do you think? Yeah, mate, let's go. Ben, are you there? Eh? Who's that? Yeah. I mean, who's, Matt? I mean, who's that? It's, it's me. Matt, who's me? Matt. Is Matt? Matt? Oh, Matt you mean the little guy? That... Oh, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> Hiya, mate. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be fair to him, Matt, you haven't showed up for weeks. I haven't. I haven't. You know, I've been <laughs> mad busy. Any excuse. Any excuse. <laughs> Any excuse. Benjamin, how are we doing, sir? You all right? Fine, yeah, not too bad, thanks. Just got Good. back from a run wearing my lovely new What the Fart Like t-shirt, I might add. I saw, uh, I saw, looking very dashing, might I add. Thank you very much. It's very comfortable, very nice. Love the colour, love the print. Good, good. Keeps you seen. It's almost reflective. It's quite bright, isn't it? Hmm, nice. It's in the wash good. now, though. Oh, good. well, well <laughs> hopefully it'll still be nice when it comes out. I don't know if anyone's washed it yet. <laughs> no, no one's given me that feedback. Um, so you, you, you're our guinea pig. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, so uh, how's your week been, man? You all right? Fine. Yeah, great. Good week so far. Busy, busy. Spent a lot of time over the weekend moving stuff out of the old house into the new house. Going well? 
yeah, fine. Everything rebuilt. Just got all the boxes to empty now, which is which is going to be tonight. Hopefully. Oh God. What a job. What a job. Not looking forward to it when we move next year either. Uh, right. We have got loads to get through. So let's get straight into it because we've got Park Run Cup to talk about. We've also got your Park Run tourism antics to get to. So let's start with that. Where did you and Emma rock up this week? Um, so we tied in house moving with a trip to a Nottingham Park Run, mainly so that we could go to Ikea afterwards. Good uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, now we were meant to be going down in two weeks time to do another one which is the flat fast one I wanted a flat fast one luckily there is a second one in Nottingham Beeston Park Run Beeston Um, Beeston yep so we so we had a look scoped out flat fast mixture of compact gravel trail yada yada down by the canal and yeah, it was flat as a pancake. Absolutely flat as a pancake. Great little park run. Quite busy. Two hundred odd people. Mm-hmm. Um, but what idiot boy here failed to do was read up too much about what it's like underfoot when it's rained. Mm. And I spent I spent about three kilometres of it just skidding my way round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I remember you telling me, and may- maybe not ideal when you were going for a fast one for the old position bingo. Oh. Uh. <laughs> it just kept slipping and slipping, and it was horrible, but it it got done anyway. And as you just mentioned, position bingo, nailed it. Yes, I did. Nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did my research, top, top 10, top, all yeah. under 21 minutes, usually. So I thought, right, okay, come on, I'm going for a fast one. So I'll get top 10. I needed three positions. Seventh was one of them. I was seventh with about a kilometre to go. And then this guy decided he was going to overtake me. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, (laughs) What are you doing, mate? So I hung on to the back of him. We did a little turnaround with about 500 metres to go. And bang, off I went. I'm thinking, I'm getting seventh. And I got it. So Great work, mate. Great work. Um, And Emma, have a good one as well. Yeah, she enjoyed it. Yeah, she's uh, she's had a few aches and pains recently, but she managed to get round quite a good time, actually, uh, and pain-free. So good. she quite good. enjoyed it, yeah. Always a benefit. So, Beeston, it's a quick one. It's a good one. But maybe one. if it's been raining, grippy shoes. Grippy shoes, definitely. But lovely volunteers. Um Lovely course. You're down by the canal there. Parking's really easy. There's toilets on site. Um, and yeah, I mean, what else can I say? It's flat. It's And it's it's not the most scenic, but yeah. it's, it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah. good. good. And anywhere decent for a cup of coffee afterwards? Uh, well, we were in a rush, Rob. We're going to have oh. to stop this coffee thing. We're decent. I know. We started this at the wrong time. We're every weekend at the minute, we're just busy with house moving yeah. stuff. So no, just, no. Just, just, just say IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we actually we actually went to a coffee establishment next to IKEA, which we don't normally go to because we're massive Costa fans. Right. But uh, this was one, it? right, it rhymes with Bartox. So. Bartox. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we went there. We went there. We had a toasty and we had a coffee. Right. It was bang average. Bang average. Don't bang average. Don't, <laughs> one star. One Ben star. Um, yeah, yeah. But lovely. But Beeston certainly worth doing. 
particularly if you're in the area. There's a couple of nice ones around there, isn't there, as well? You've got Sherwood Pines not too far away from there as well. So lot, lot, lots of good ones around that area. Yeah, yeah, good. Long Eaton is the fast one in Nottingham. And I yes. think it's in the top 10 fastest in the UK. Um, I've done it before. Zero foot of elevation, two laps around the park. That's what I was meant to be doing in two weeks' time. But the person that I was going to do it with, because I don't normally do the second one, has now decided that they're they're not going to be able to do it. So, which is fine. It's fine. I can save it and go for a fast one another time. Yeah, yeah. But still, though, good, good, good advice. Long eating if you want a PB. So, if you join, and a nice segue here, Benjamin. If you if you're about to join mm-hmm. the Parkway Cup and you're looking for a quick one, Longy, it might be where you want to go. So how are we getting on with the Park Run Cup planning, mate? I'm sure you just called it the Parkway Cup, but I'm not going to. I was going to pick on that, but I thought I'd leave it. Well done, Ben. Oh, oh Matt, are you <laughs> here? Are you Who's here? Who's that? Oh, who, I, don't know. Who, I don't know. I'm here. Yeah. You you know what? what it's like with people keep trying to talk over each other on these segments. It doesn't work. So I try and keep quiet. Today, professional, so the segment works. <laughs> you're not, you're not tall enough to talk over people. You talk under people. <laughs> um, so Park Run, yeah, it's going great. I've got oh, well over twenty people giving me time so far. I've got other people who put their name on the list, but they're not submitting submitting their time yet, which is fine. You don't have to. You've got till the end of the month to give me your time. Um. But yeah, looking forward to it. I know I've spoke to Paul. Paul's going to put something in the newsletter, just explaining it in a bit more detail, because I think maybe I mumbled a little bit last week. But it's a knockout competition. You're handicap raced against somebody completely random. It doesn't matter who's the fastest, who's got the fastest PB time. Anybody can go through from doing this with our club before. It's never the fastest person that wins it. It isn't. So anybody can enter anybody can win and yeah just just get signed up and get involved and honestly it'll it'll definitely push you push you to work hard uh people break pbs all the time in this competition so if you if you're looking to improve and you're looking to add a bit of spice to your park run and uh, try and get faster then yeah get involved yeah, absolutely good sound advice, Ben, and uh, and I would second that. And and I think uh, this, I think Matt and I are gonna. We've actually recorded the next segment before, so it's gonna sound a bit weird. But Matt and I were saying that um, it's uh, you know that it's that time of year, isn't it? Where to have something like to focus on is probably a good thing in those cold months. So um, uh, just a reminder to everybody, there will be details in our newsletter. If you've not already signed up to it, you can do so. We're also going to try and get it on the website so you can have a little look. But if you would like a little bit more information about our inaugural What the Fartlet Part Run Cup, then you can get in touch directly with Ben. Ben, throw us your IG handle just in case anyone's not got it. It's at Sheffield underscore Strider. That's the man. Not sexy Strider, um, as yeah, it should be. No. Um, still, 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 still marketing for that. Um, uh, just got to get past Emma, haven't we? Um, You've just got that past the boss, yeah, to get that yeah. change implemented. Um, uh, but yeah, do come along, do have fun, and, and also importantly, a good opportunity, if possible, for some meetups. Might not, might not be logistically possible with who you get drawn against. It's random across the country, but it could turn out that we um, that you end up being locals to somebody, and maybe you can have a bit of a meet up and a catch up, and maybe have a coffee, not at Starbucks. No, no, no. What did you say? Oh, you swore. Ugh, dirty word. Uh, Matt, have you got anything at all to contribute to this segment before we finish? Uh, no, I think you, you, you did it all the justice it deserves. You might as well <laughs> not come on, mate. I love having him in, really. <laughs> yeah. Just anyway, right. Back. 
anyway, Ben, keep doing the good work, mate. Uh, people do slide in Spence DMs about the cup. Uh, looking forward to see where you get to next week. And, uh, and we'll catch you on the flip-flop, mate. You will do, yeah. Can I just mention, yeah. both, both Penfolds have signed up, by the way. How oh. good would that be in the first round? How father versus... I would love a father versus awesome. son Penfold off. And what about you two in the first round? That would oh. be fun. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt would have to show up to Parkrun for that to work. <laughs> oh, you'll go through, Rob. You've got to yeah, buy it. by default. Default. The two greatest <laughs> words in the English language. Default. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, get signed up, guys, is the point. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see you soon, Ben. See you soon, guys. Cheers. How do you feel about this Parkrun Cup then, Matthew? I can't wait to get started. Can't wait to actually go out and test the legs and see see if we can get any closer to his uh, to his PBs and and see if we can push each other to uh, to get some uh, some good times together. Uh, and also hoping we can meet up in in person and uh, and run with our selected uh, you know our selected opponents. people we're going up again. Yeah, yeah. Opponents, opponents is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Word oh, of the day. Yeah. Word of the day on the toilet paper. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're right, mate. Um, so yeah, no, I'm dead excited for it too. I think um, uh, just just it, it, the start of the year is always hard for motivation, isn't it? January, yeah. February, when it's cold, when it's wet, when it's windy. Particularly run, yeah. if you're about to go into a marathon training block, so it's a lot of base building, a lot of junk miles, quite you know laborious. So maybe if this is something over the first few months of the year that keeps you uh, keeps you interested, then definitely please do sign up, get in touch with Ben. Still plenty of time to do so before the end of December. Um, before we get on to the main event, Matthew uh-huh. Taylor, before we go and speak to Jess, um, yeah. just a couple of things I wanted to mention and shout out. Um, I know we, we do this sporadically, don't we? We talk about our um, uh, uh, some of the amazing companies, some of the amazing people in the yeah. uh, in the online running community um, that, that we support, that we uh, we like to big up. And there's just a couple that um, I've either reached out to or reached out to me or I've noticed something that they're doing and I wanted to shout them out. Not this isn't advertising, you know, there's no gifting, there's no payment. It's nothing like that. You know, it never is with us. But it's just a couple of things to mention. So Pretty Athletic, we love Pretty Athletic. Yeah, they do so great is. things. Um, they're looking for some brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, in, in, for, for their uh, for their range of, um, uh, of of high performance skincare for female athletes, uh, they're looking to take on some brand ambassadors. So you can head over to Pretty Athletic, uh, find out all about what they're looking for. Uh, they want people to get involved with photo shoots, testing new products, sharing their experiences, ideas to support the community. They just want ladies who love Pretty Athletic. You've used them before. Um, if you're active, engaged on social media um, in your local area, it's got to be in the UK for now. Um, but if you're any of those things, and they want to hear from you so just head over to pretty athletic on instagram and uh and give them a follow and uh, uh site you can uh, apply through um the link tree um link yeah. in the bio yeah awesome um, stuff they, they always give us uh, some some prizes to hand out and stuff like that so yeah they're awesome awesome companies that we work to be involved with i'm sure absolutely yeah great people and uh, mm. and, and great products for, for i mean i don't know as i'm not a woman yeah. with skin um but not, not that i'm a woman without skin um <laughs> that took a weird turn but uh but no sammy sammy's used the products before i know a couple of other guys on the team i think joe has too and they, they say nothing but good things and, and we love them so please do head over if you want to get involved or if not just check out what they've got on offer because because uh, they're great and the other one just to mention is yes. our good pal eric at rasselbock i said about this one yeah, absolutely. So in January, we're all heading to the sold out 
Rasselbock run in Sherwood Pines. Um, however, keep your eyes peeled and your ears pricked. Rasselbock running, uh, Rasselbock dot running um, mm-hmm. are about tomorrow morning. So if you listen to this after 8 a.m., it'll already be there. Head over to their page. They are announcing a brand new event. We don't know where it is. We don't know what it comprises of. But the last one sold out in five days. So if you're into that kind of thing, which we most certainly are, um, then don't sleep on it. Get yourself booked. Uh, Eric's doing good things. He's trying to build a great idea coming out of COVID and uh, we support him 100%. So head over to Rasselbot, check out at eight o'clock tomorrow morning, the new event. And if you are keen, get yourself signed up. I'm sure there will be more talk about that on this show and on our social medias because um, I think we'll probably try and get to it if we can in some form or another. Yeah, definitely. Right then, Matthew, with that being said, shall we go and have a chat to Miss 10 in 10? Mm-hmm. The ultra dick. <laughs> stalwart of the online running community and uh, a damn fine dancer with a spoon. Shall I chat with Jess Goes Running? Yeah, let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. Let's go and that sounds terrible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Thanks. Right then, you lot, it is time for our penultimate chat of Series 5. And if social media is anything to go by, you guys are just as excited for this one as I am. Today I'm talking to a fart like family OG and a huge part of the online running community, seasoned marathon runner who's 10 in 10 journey. I'm excited to find out more about, and I know you will be too. Not only that, but a loud and proud member of the incomparable Ultra Dicks crew. Her achievements continue to rack up. And let's not forget how well she can boogie with a spoon. Please join me as we find out more today about the absolutely awesome Jess keeps running. Jess, how are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. You managed to get out for a run today? I have. I went out this morning in the cold, so that was good. Very jealous. Very jealous. I've <laughs> sulked in bed because I'm poorly, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll not we'll not dwell on, on it's it's not about me, is it? Trying to make it about himself in the first thirty seconds. So yeah. <laughs> I am super excited to chat to you, um, find out more about your running journey. I know a lot of other people are as well. Um, so we're going to get straight into it, if that's OK. Uh, loads of stuff to cover off. But as always, I know, you know, we like to start these places in the same question. Can you just tell everybody a little bit about how you first got into running? I can. So it's probably a bit of a, a long journey, but I'll try and keep it as brief as possible. <laughs> but um, I mean, I was quite sporty at school, uh, not just sort of an average sporty person at school, I'd say. Um, never liked running. Was all right at cross country, looking back. Uh, and then a typical sort of 14-year-old girl stopped stopped doing sport, felt a bit self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Found boys, found alcohol probably too young. Um, and yeah didn't wasn't really that interested in sport anymore and that kind of continued in that I'd, I'd go to the gym mainly to try and keep my weight down I think and then and I remember specifically remember saying to a personal trainer this is fast forward a few more years like mm-hmm. sort of in my 20s I specifically remember saying I'll do anything in the gym but just don't make me run <laughs> which yeah. looking back now uh is ironic a lot of, <laughs> very ironic <laughs> um and then uh, how did the running start? Well, I saw a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, uh, run London Marathon. She's at the time wasn't sporty, definitely wasn't a runner. And if I'm honest, I'd heard of the London Marathon, but I'd never gone to see it in person. I'd never really experienced that sort of just the whole community, the excitement, all of it. Um, and watching her 
do it I mean she had a tough run but she did it kind of I don't know I don't know exactly I can't say I had a burning desire to suddenly run a marathon and maybe it was just a little bit of competitiveness which is something I definitely have um, but I thought I, w- I think I could try that so I signed up to a half I did Royal Parks half um, 2012 this was so a few years back now and I'd really love to tell you that I <laughs> trained for it loved it and it's been a love story ever since but actually I hated it um, <laughs> yeah yeah it's not always the reality is it no I mean I did it I'm very stubborn which I think is a theme throughout all of my running journey really that I am stubborn and whatever happens I will kind of keep going or try to um so I did do it um I mean at that point I didn't have a watch I didn't really know what I was doing but yeah I completed it and I, I genuinely, I was trying, I've been trying to think about this before this as to why I then, if I didn't enjoy it so much, why I entered another one. Um, but I did a year later, I did a much smaller half. And from then on, I, it was a bit sort of love, hate, bit hit and miss. It wasn't so consistent, but there was something that kind of just, without sounding too cheesy, just kept kind of pulling me back. Um, and yeah so I ran a little bit and I'd say it was up until 2015 which is when the marathon journeys started um yeah that that's when it all changed I think I'd said I'd run a marathon well sometime between 2012 and 2015 I decided that I'd run one marathon and I wanted to run it before my 30th birthday so on the back of a breakup and on the back of a few people saying they didn't believe that I could um I entered New York Marathon and that's where the 10 marathons in 10 countries although I didn't know it at the time started and uh, not a bad one to start with either we're going to get into that in just a moment <laughs> but maybe may, may I, th- I think the recurring theme that I'm hearing here is that maybe the thing that keeps drawing you back is potentially the stubbornness as well it's the I won't be beaten by this and I think that's quite a common trend in runners isn't it you know we don't always love putting our bodies through that kind of endurance however there is a uh, a mental strength a stubbornness that that comes out that can get us through and can keep us coming back it's a bit of a drug isn't it absolutely and I think sort of linked with that it's the again looking back I, I remember like a PE teacher at school always being surprised that I was much more capable at sport than they thought I would being a bit right sport. I don't know why actually but um and I think for a long time I was trying to prove to other people what I could do when I started running I certainly was like yeah I can show them I can do it and then suddenly well not suddenly but gradually that's changed into me actually wanting to prove to myself what I can do um and I think that's all linked with that whole stubbornness and just wanting to to prove that actually I can Mm. it's gonna be really interesting because I think we're going to get into the 10 in 10 now and how that marathon journey um evolved because it's no mean feat to put yourself um Uh, through through the financial strain of, of of all those different travels different countries and never mind the marathon endurance themselves so um I think it's gonna be interesting to I'm, I'm sure we're going to find out kind of how that switch occurred because there's definitely going to be some need for resilience during this journey so why don't you tell everybody who might not know maybe you haven't been following you for for, for for a good number of years what what was 10 in 10 started in New York how did it come about what did you need to accomplish what was the journey Okay, so I mean, it started off with, as I just said, with me saying I'll run one marathon, and I very naively signed up 
to New York Marathon. I had no, I mean, looking back, it's just a bit mad because I had no idea that that was one of the world majors or yep. uh, or that it was such a big marathon. But I was, that's the one I wanted to do. I wanted to go to New York. I wanted to go there. And I did it seven days before my 30th birthday. So I snuck in just in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having run that, I mean, just to give you a bit of backstory, I, I mean, I trained like many people looked on the internet downloaded a, a plan and mm-hmm. really just ran I didn't know about intervals I didn't really know what I was doing in hindsight um but I, I turned up I did it um I did it in a lot of pain and I very again as many do I crossed the finish line I won't say exactly what I said but I swore extremely loudly and said that I would never ever run another marathon you hear Um, that a lot don't you (laughs) you do you do hear it but I I did mean it for that I did mean it initially um and then about 40 minutes later I think I had sort of backtracked slightly and said well maybe I'll run London because it's my hometown uh and then I can't pinpoint exactly when it was but I am a bit of a sucker for a challenge and I decided well why don't I run initially it was going to be one marathon to represent each year of my 30s and I'll run them in a different country just I think part of that was to see a bit more of the world um, Mm -hmm. make it a bit more of a challenge Uh, and I kind of figured if you're going to run 10 marathons in 10 countries um, that I should do it for Uh, to raise money so I picked two charities and the challenge was born so it was 10 marathons in 10 countries and the goal was to raise 10,000 pounds for two charities which were the National Association of People Abused in Childhood and another charity called Wheel Power and I ended up raising 15,000 so I was very pleased about that Um, and then it just became yeah I mean it took over my life a little bit um, as you say, sort of planning the finances. I mean, I didn't do anything crazy in terms of doing them within 10 days or anything, just simply yeah. because I had, I've, I've got a job, I've got, I've got things to pay for, I, I funded it all myself. So um, I just sort of went through picking different marathons. I was very lucky to get ballot places in quite a few of the bigger marathons, which is a bit jammy of me. Um, I can go through. Do you want me to go through and tell you? Yeah, which let's, ones? let's let let get re- reel me off the the cities that you saw <laughs> as part of this challenge. All right, so I started in New York. Um, the second one was Dublin in 2016. Lovely. I loved Dublin Marathon. Yeah, like hear, hear nothing but good things about Dublin. Uh, yeah, they call it the Friendly Marathon, and it, it really was. Um, number, th- I have to do them in order because it's the only way I can remember. Yep. So the third one was London, um, in 2017. I don't know if I should say this, but I've started now, but it was the first ever time I've applied for a ballot place in London and I, I got it first time, oh. which I know is going to make me very make, hated yeah, right make now. some enemies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, to balance it out, my chip didn't work. Everything went a bit wrong on the in London Marathon, but it was still an experience. Um, then number four was Budapest. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was Berlin. Lovely. Uh, I went to Berlin. I think I've probably got a record there for running the world's fastest marathon in my personal slowest time. So yeah, things weren't <laughs> going great for me yeah. running in 2017. Uh, then I did Florence. Florence is a really small marathon, but beautiful. I highly recommend that. Um, 
then moving forward, I did Barcelona, lovely, lovely mm. marathon there too. Vienna. Vienna, I actually ran with a nasty stress fracture. Um, and after that was in a boot for a couple of months. So um, that kind of slowed the challenge down as mm-hmm. it happens. Although in hindsight, um, again, this isn't, this is not uncommon, but I think having that injury taught me so much. Um, having to sort of go back, uh, obviously have treatment, recover, had to rest properly. But I also then sort of took it a bit more seriously, I suppose, in that I went to see a physio. I learned about getting regular sports massages. I learned lots more about nutrition and having a proper training plan and came back. I did come back a lot stronger and then ran um, Budapest in, yeah, Budapest was Marathon 8. And that was fantastic. And the first time I went for a time. Okay. Uh, so that was that was quite fun. Um, although I, I don't know how I did it because I didn't have a, a watch at that point. So I just seemed to manage to run consistently <laughs> without a watch. Uh, and then Paris. Paris is oh, probably my favourite. Love, love Paris. It was love just Paris. beautiful. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Um, and then I finished with Edinburgh um which was amazing because mm. I did it in fancy dress and yep. a, lot, a lot of my friends and family came and they were all wearing masks of my face which is if you've <laughs> never, yeah if you've never experienced that it's very weird to be seeing people in a crowd with your face um but anyway it was a great experience and that was the 10 in 10. Wonderful how uh, so uh, just 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 remind me how long was it between marathon one and marathon 10? So Marathon 1 was November 2015, and it was uh, 2019 that I finished it. So you rattled them out in four years, to be fair, including including an injury break as well. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I I ramped it up a bit because I think think part of me initially just kind of wanted to get it done. Um, But, yeah, it was looking back... I'm probably one of the best decisions I've made in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like so many memories, so many experiences. And also I I really don't think I'd be a runner now if I hadn't have signed up to that challenge and made all of the friends I've made. And you know, I can be as cheesy as <laughs> I can mm. get very cheesy about it. But honestly, running really has brought so much joy into my life. A lot of yeah. pain as well. But yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Hence the boot. But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, incredible. And so Paris, you reckon, from a scenic perspective, the favourite, and somehow, and, and amazingly, because you you don't really, I, I know it's not really, I guess maybe not part of your motivation, but you've banged out three world majors there in amongst all yeah. that, which is nothing to t- turn your nose up at, is it? No, absolutely. Again, uh, I was a, probably a bit naive about that at the start, but yeah, incredible. Please about that, yeah. Incredible. And, and any other of the of the cities that really stand out? And I, I know you said Paris, but any others that were like, yeah, if I could recommend you go and do any match, because I always say to everyone, if you if you're gonna do one and you can't get onto a major, then Paris is the one. But were there any other any others that you think you should definitely go and get? That's a bucket list marathon. Uh, it's just really difficult because they've all got different memories for me. I agree with you. Like Paris, in terms, of, if you're looking for like a major experience, yeah, haven't got it. Paris, like. I feel like it felt like a major in terms it's, of it's it's a major in, in everything but name isn't it yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. um but then all of it, I mean 
I loved different things about all of them. And in fact, I quite enjoyed some of the much smaller marathons, you know, like Florence. I think there was only 10,000 runners on it. So it's a much smaller vibe, but um, I quite, I'd, I'd kind of recommend doing a smaller marathon at some point just to experience the difference. Mm. Um, you don't get as much crowd support, but it, it, there was a real community feeling there. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely agreed. And of course, I've just realised as well, you did Paris in 2019, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So we, before we were pals, we, I was there. Yeah. We, we, we could have crossed paths without realising. <laughs> um, OK, so uh, I'd, I'd have been sat on the floor sulking. That's <laughs> always at the end of it. Um, so let's move on then. So you, you came out of the, the 10 in 10. Was, was there a bit of a lull at all there? Because you've been working towards that for, for over four years. You've raised an incredible amount of money for charity. You've been to these incredible cities. Was it quite hard to think what comes next? Yes. Um, well, yes and no. Um, I, as soon as it finished, I somewhat, again, I'm, I need to start thinking things through a little bit more. Perhaps not. I don't know. Um, but I had, I found out about the um, London Classics mm -hmm. and I kind of predicted that when I finished the challenge I would need something to kind of fill what had been a pretty large part of my life for four years so I'd signed up for Ride 100 um, and again just to make myself more hated I got a place in that the first time <laughs> I applied to. <laughs> Just lucky. Just lucky. Uh, I do have touch wood, uh, mm. a bit of ball uh, ballot luck um so when I did Edinburgh Marathon when I finished that I had eight weeks to I think it was about eight weeks I might be a bit wrong on that but I didn't have long to train and be ready to do a hundred mile bike ride which given that I didn't even own a bike at that point was um quite a big ask so I mean again stubbornness I got a bike I did some training and I I can't say it was easy, but I I did make it to that finish line before promptly bursting into tears. Amazing. Um, so that kind of kept me occupied initially. And then, yeah, there was a bit of a lull. I didn't really know what to do with myself because I'd sort of come out of every marathon and had a small break and then straight into the training for the next. And initially I thought I was going to just love the freedom, but, you know, I, I kept active, but I I did start to miss I just started to miss it miss running miss the structure and I it's at that point that I just sort of realized that yeah I, I I'd learned to love running and that was now going to be something that I wanted to do mm, yeah it's interesting isn't it because you know you were saying you entered the journey being quite a reluctant runner almost it was more out of stubbornness mm -hmm. it was it was more out of just resilience and and, and that's what kept you coming back and I imagine that what then happened then was a bit of a whirlwind and you probably didn't get a chance to stop to think whether you loved running or not over that four years because it was always on to the next training plan, on to the next city, on to the next fundraising goal. And then I guess it's only when you come out of that and you think hindsight 2020, bit of self-reflection, oh yeah, actually, there's got to be a reason I'm doing this and I am in love with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, in the middle of the challenge, I remember thinking, what have I signed up to like, I don't want to run another five or six marathons this is yeah. hard um and now I've publicly said it so I kind of I had to go with it um whereas as you say when I sort of reflected on it I re well I a realized the achievement of it but but also that I yeah I wanted I wanted more of that really mm, absolutely so your journey then takes you on the road to Manchester Manchester 2020 was going to be the 
uh, the big one. And, and you said to me in the preamble that there was a view to aim for a, a certain time and to maybe switch that focus from the fundraising side to the personal the personal goals. Didn't quite go to plan, though, did it? Um, do you want to talk us through kind of what happened there? Yeah. So like you say, I'm, so I decided to go for a time goal. I, I'm not always a big one to go for time goals because I don't well it isn't running isn't all about finish times is it it's about so much more than that but um I also like to push myself sometimes and I'd trained without a coach for all of the other marathons and I Paris was my best time I got 410 and I thought well I'd sort of heard people talk about going for a sub four and so I just kind of had a moment of like all right let's go for it so I got a coach and uh, decided to go for Paris in 2020, started my training in um, December, uh, felt in good shape and it was all going very well and then obviously this thing's nothing went to plan did it in, nope. <laughs> in 2020 so yeah the I mean actually it wasn't so unlucky for me I was quite injured I got an injury I'm trying to think what injury it was I think it might have been my calf um in sort of February time mm-hmm. and um it wasn't looking like it wasn't looking very good it was kind of looking like I might have to just if I run Manchester probably not go for the time anyway yeah. um and then all the races started getting cancelled it was obviously pushed back to um October it's October yeah, yeah yeah and then um yeah the whole year just kind of didn't you know all of the races weren't planned and yeah I was kind of losing I think I kind of was I was very I had a lot of different niggles and injuries over the the year um anyway and sort of realized that this wasn't the marathons weren't going to happen I was finding it a little bit difficult to be structured and then I sort of heard about ultra marathons a little bit more and started to look into that Yep, and this is where we uh, we transition from the uh, from from the marathon journey. Um, what what was it? What was it the was it COVID? Do you think that pushed you towards ultras? Was it the that you know that the fact that the world changed and there were some ultra races still on between the lockdowns and it's a different challenge and there's a lot less people there. What was it that made you think? Let's just put the marathon goals on the back burner. And let's have a go at, at something a little bit different. I think it was a, a few things, really. Um, I mean, ultimately, if you want my total honest answer, it was in the back of one of many slightly drunken COVID quiz chat groups. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> hearing people talking about ultras and me just having a like, I don't want to miss out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a bit of that came into it. A bit of me thinking well, yeah, I've got this time goal on a marathon, but I've run a few marathons. I can, I can't, I know I can do the distance and perhaps just trying to think what, how can I push myself a bit more? What's a different challenge? And, and starting to maybe think, you know, I'd had, I've done the last few years hasn't always been the easiest for all sorts of reasons. So I've had a lot of, maybe a little bit of self-reflection, a bit of growth. I don't know, but had a bit of a moment of, well, what if I can, or what if I just try and having again I remember I must stop doing this but I remember saying to someone I'll never be an ultra runner I'll never be able to do it and I just sort of had a moment of all right you guys are you guys are entering this race of stones I'll do it too Mm. and 
signed up for it then like kind of just had a moment and did it and yeah uh, entered the ultra world which was a whole new world for me like I didn't even know how to approach the training how to eat um, and it was quite exciting I think it is a whole new world and it is exciting um what 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 would you say is probably the biggest difference between the the world of ultras and the world of the road marathon um eating yep yep <laughs> um, encouraged to eat yeah. encouraged to eat and the importance of eating i mean fueling has actually in marathons and generally it's, it's always my downfall it's something that i have really struggled with in fact ultras have really taught me the importance and and how to fuel in a much better way so yeah eating just slowing down enjoying it more I yeah I'm a big convert to ultra. I'm not saying I don't like the marathons there's a special place in my heart for road marathons but um ultras are just a just a completely different experience Mm, they are a different beast and probably one thing that you've alluded to a little bit in terms of how you came into the we'll call it FOMO fear of missing ultras yeah. um the the coined patented um and uh and, and the fact that you know there was there was a lot of uh online quizzes drinks whatever we want to call it that we we're all involved in in covid um there is a social aspect to ultra running that i think doesn't quite translate into the road marathon yes you can have meetups at a marathon yes you can all get together at the start and the end but it's still a very lonely um uh, a journey i think a road marathon particularly if you're aiming for a specific time and um ultra running is is different and you've been a proponent of that in the sense of um uh, running with pals and, and and the instagram takeover of the ultra dicks when you uh when, when you started embarking on your ultra runs uh, tell me a little bit about and that obviously feeds in with social media as well so talk to me a little bit about how social media has helped you on your running journey oh it's been incredible like i i mean i started my instagram account ultimately i think it was in the middle of well near I don't know when, but some point in the 10 in 10. And it really was to try and get a bit more sponsorship, if I'm being honest. I mm-hmm. never I never imagined or anticipated the community and the friendships that sort of existed in this online world that I'd not even really heard about. Uh, and it's been huge. Like I've met, I mean, it started off by just seeing different running groups. So I, um, I started going to a couple of sort of running groups in London that I'd seen through Instagram I went to run talk run and then there was a group called London Burger Run which mm-hmm. was brilliant and sort of met other people that enjoyed doing running and it was it yeah it was really just really great and then since then I think I just think it's been amazing to see especially what we've all been through in the last two years with with you know lockdowns and everything but everybody just kind of coming together and supporting each other and I know there are negatives to social media I'm, I'm alive to that um but for me personally it's been just so positive um I didn't it's, this is going to sound incredibly cheesy but I genuinely didn't think I had space or time in my life for any more friends really mm-hmm. but it kind of filled a gap that I didn't know was missing in that yeah. I've just met this yeah I it's very hard for me to to explain it but i just think it's just a really lovely community absolutely agree I and mean, well we, we know that we're advocates for it here and, <laughs> and 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 i think that the the big thing for me is that you do get out of social media what you put into it and if you do invest yourself into 
um, these relationships and and friendships that you can garner and grow, then it, the sky's the limit in terms of uh, the bonds that you can make. And and just like you, I, I I feel absolutely blessed to have stumbled upon it and to to have made some really important friendships out of it. Um, yeah. and, and the long... on, I think it's the honest. Sorry, I interrupt. No, you, no, go. It's the it's the honesty as well. So I think a lot. I mean, we all know that social media is what it's everyone's highlight reel to a certain extent. Mm. Um, I but I do think that in the running community there is a little bit more realism and people do say when things aren't going quite not all the time but there is a little bit more openness and it certainly taught me to realize that it's it's all right that everything in my life isn't perfect and Mm. whether that's running or in real life I feel like the running community is is much more open to that than than, than others in some ways I might be wrong about that but that's kind of my experience no I I would certainly agree with that and you know I, I do think that um and we'll talk about probably the, the last point that, that we need to cover on your journey probably links quite well in into that in, in terms of um stepping back onto the road in in 2021 coming out of the ultras and um and, and taking that stab at Manchester um but I think that there is, there is a real element of um, if you can find that honesty and that reassurance, I, I love what you said about it being transferable. There is an element of, look, if, if I can see this in the running side of my life, if I can be honest, if I can be transparent, if I can um, if I can wear my heart on my sleeve a little bit and accept that it's OK to not be perfect all the time, then maybe that can be relevant in my in my actual life as well. Um, and I think it's something that we probably don't talk about very often. And it's certainly not a, a point that we've covered on this show before. So it's really nice to to kind of pull that one out um but talk to me about 2021 then Let, let's talk about Manchester Marathon the the itch was there to be scratched once the world opened back up so and uh, and of course uh, we I was there uh, we were all there we had a big a big meetup at um uh, uh, Manchester Marathon talk to me about how that day went yeah okay so 2021 um before that I'd done the race the stones so yes. that was amazing come out of the ultras and feeling on top of the world that I'd done my first 100k and actually was probably the most annoyingly positive person on the course. In fact, I was I was called the most the happiest but most annoying person on that course. Um good. <laughs> yeah good. good. Um, badge of so honor. Fin- finished that on a real on a real high and then the training for, for Manchester started and then as you say on the day I don't know, maybe maybe this is part of the problem, but I kind of woke up feeling like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't feel like this is my day. Um, I, I trained hard, but I just wasn't convinced that I was quite ready. And I think a lot, you know, I think a lot of running is in, in your mind. You've got to believe in yourself to, to go. And I, it, self-belief is something that actually I do really struggle with. Um, and running is a big part of that, but it is kind of a bit of an ongoing battle with myself. Um, but yeah, and so Dan, lovely Dan, Marathon Dan, was pacing me. Um, and as you know, it was a bit warmer than I thought it was going to be. Um, it was. Which was probably perfect for spectating, but not quite what I was planning for running wise. Oh, I had a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. I mean, my day started well, like, I mean, you know. Sat and had my porridge, got to the start line on time, um, got started, and the first half was like perfect, like ticked those miles off with bang on pace. I felt when I saw you guys the first time, I was feeling absolutely strong, everything was going really well until about 12 miles, and I was 
I tried to hide it a bit at first and was like, Are you all right? I was like, yeah, fine. But thinking this not this isn't feeling good. Something isn't something feels wrong. And I wasn't quite sure what. And then it all just went disastrously wrong, really. I mean, the stomach went and I was in that cramp, thought I was going to be sick, not to be too gross, but I wasn't quite sure what end things were going to come out of. <laughs> would have made for a good story. Oh, it wouldn't. It was just not glamorous. And um, I, because I was feeling so sick, I was struggling to fuel. Um, so then I was getting tired and everything just started slipping away. And I think where it all went particularly wrong is is I, I got in my head and I let it got into, get into my head too much and was just instead of telling myself you can do this I was like I can't do this and not only that I started to be like I don't want to do this anymore yeah. um snowballs on it yeah it just massively snowballed and I mean Dan was wonderful um give him a massive shout out because I just was hard work to run with I started crying a lot I didn't it was just so hard I can't like I think I think a lot of people if you've been in that position where you just don't want to keep running but you you want to get to the end it's really hard to explain how that felt I just even at, even at 25 miles when you're thinking you've only got a mile to go like I just I wanted to stop I remember yeah. just absolutely sobbing and these people being like you've only got a mile to go and I was like That's a not whole helping. mile <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and it was just that whole you know you've worked for something for a long time and it was slipping so we were bang on track and then it was going to be all right we can maybe get 410 or we could get 415 and then it just became well we just need to get to the finish line um which I did and I'm kind of at the time I didn't feel it but now I'm like well actually that was horrendous and I pushed through and I did it in you know four I can't remember my time now but 433 or something which um, it doesn't really matter what the time was to feel that way and get to the finish line I'm, I'm pleased with such an achievement um, yeah agreed it is I do feel like right now I feel like I'm not ready to even entertain taking on sub four again because mm-hmm. I'm just mentally peeling a little bit from that process um I will do it again I feel like I've got massive unfinished business with it um but I'm just not quite ready to do that yet and I do think I've got to make sure that when I go for it next time you know if I'd gone for it in the a year before I might have felt differently but where it was such a long build-up and I'm sure I'm not the only person that's had this but when I signed up to do the sub four I was in a different place in my head that I'm that I was in when I actually got to that start line and if I do it again I just want to do it when I really really do want to go for it because I've think when you really want something you can go for it a little bit more agreed there can't be especially with a marathon there can't be a doubt in your yeah. mind it's, it's got to be and, and I'm right there with you and I think it's a really astute point that you make about how the the amount of time that it took and COVID and what it did to our physical and mental well-being over the course of that year 18 months mm-hmm. I think it's had more of an effect on people's running um than, than than people thought initially because that story that you've just told which I hope resonates with a lot of people it certainly resonates with me because I was right there with you the week before at Chester the exact same the exact mm-hmm. same thing happened to me and um, and hopefully it, it'll give people a little bit more reassurance that you know what if that happened to them in the autumn marathon or, or whatever race it mm-hmm. was that they came back in that it's it's nothing to be it's nothing to be ashamed of it's just uh, it's part of the journey isn't it 
Oh, I'd say it's the opposite. Like, I, I think if that kind of marathon had happened to me early on in my journey, running journey, I'd, maybe I'd feel differently. And this is why I think it's important because it probably has to some people. But you learn, you learn so much. It sounds, again, everyone says it, but it's true. You learn so much more from those races that don't go to plan. And yeah. you do come back stronger and you come, you like, whether you want to go for it or not, you might feel like, actually, I, don't, I might feel like I never want to go for a sub four again. But I'm glad I, I tried that time. Yeah. And I, I don't know, yeah I think don't be so hard on yourself if, if that process if you've gone through that process it's it's just a run I know it's important but it was it's one run out of many and there will be another one that is better I didn't feel like that immediately afterwards you know I felt yeah. straight up there were yeah. a, a lot of tears I was actually fairly unwell nearly threw up over a lot of people on the tram in Manchester which was <laughs> a lovely experience thankfully I didn't um yeah I, I've, I've processed it a lot more now and, and realized that it just it just wasn't my time yeah good and a great message to finish on I think um as we wrap this up uh I know you said that the road marathon is not necessarily um in plan at the moment you, you're not quite there in your own journey but uh, have you got any races planned is there any more ultras coming up what's what's next for you moving into 2022 so I have got another ultra um mm-hmm. I've had I've had again people that follow me will know I've had a bit of a difficult last month but I've now woken up to the fact that I've got eight weeks I think until Pendle Way in a day which I think a lot yep. of us are taking on I think Matt's yep. doing it as well isn't he yeah <laughs> yeah well mm, we'll see but <laughs> yeah he, re- well, he, reckon, he reckons so at the minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I've got Pendle Way I mean I'm feeling a little bit nervous about that I really need to get some better trail shoes mm-hmm. um so yeah I've got that and then I'm a bit undecided yet but I'm I do want to do another 100k and I it's going to be one of the threshold series. I'm just, I'm just working out which date, date works. So that will be on the cards. And then, uh, I don't know whether I should say this because this is the third time I'm going to say that I'm going to be hated. But I've got another ballot place for London. So, oh. um, <laughs> oh. I, uh, I'm going to take on London again um, because I want to enjoy it. I'm, I'm in a very different place in my running journey now, and I am determined that I enjoy as much as you can enjoy a marathon every moment of that of that whole experience when I do it in October good and rightly so in a good place to do it London as well because if nothing else the experience is is incredible isn't it um uh, right okay and it's my hometown so yes yeah absolutely and and definitely good for beers afterwards if nothing else (laughs) so um uh, before I let you go anyone you wanted to say hello to shout out mention um well I think I've mentioned a few people I should give my coach a shout out John because he's Mm -hmm. so patient with me but other than that just I think everyone says this but everybody the whole community what you guys have created are just like yeah everyone everyone give themselves a pat on the back because this Mm. community really is wonderful Agreed, agreed. And so are you, my friend. Uh, we've been talking for over 35 minutes and it feels like five. So thank you so much. Um, uh, looking forward to seeing what comes next. Looking forward to seeing you tackle 2022. Looking forward to hopefully uh, meeting up and having a catch up at some point soon. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time and, uh, and I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. And that, my fine four foot friend, was an awesome conversation with Jess. What do you reckon? <laughs> I'm great chat, but you, you always finish these by saying four foot friend. You're giving me a bit of a complex. I'm sorry, mate. It's all right. I'll let, I'll let you off. But yes, what a great chat with Jess. It's uh, awesome, awesome to finally get her on. Um, 
<laughs> the uh, Zoom chats that we've uh, started off during lockdown. Uh, become good friends with her, and it's uh, good good to finally hear her story. Yeah, agreed. And thank you for that contribution, my fine five foot friend. <laughs> Not quite, but we'll, we'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Not that far away, to be honest. Five foot three. Yeah, five five and a half. <laughs> anyway, in, enough about in, me. <laughs> in a in a stacked heel. Um, yeah. yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant chat. I thought. Um, yeah. What 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 a good egg. And it it was a, it was a longer one compared to to some of the others we've done, but it didn't feel like it. It was just oh, a really nice. Listen, listen to her all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what were you smirking at then? <laughs> what? I thought you were smirking. I wasn't. You can't see me. I'm sure I heard it. I didn't laugh. I definitely heard. Uh, do Do you want to start again? <laughs> no, no. I definitely heard. Because uh, I, I could listen to her all night, and I thought you were smirking at something. All right, I farted. Can we move on? <laughs> what? No, come on. What really happened? No, I didn't. No, I, did, I didn't smirk. I, I honestly didn't smirk. I was a great. I definitely heard something. Oh, forgot to say. Carry on. Carry um, yeah, uh, uh, ten, 10 marathons in 10 countries. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing feat. Yeah. Um, what would be the one city you'd want to run a marathon in, Matt, that you haven't already? Either one that Jess did or, or, or a different city, one, one that you've not done yet. I think I've said it before in the, in the uh, when we spoke about marathon majors, probably Tokyo. Mm, the, that'd be good. The bright lights and, and just the, the scenery and the, um, yeah, just the, the, I can't think of the word. <laughs> the, cult, the, the, culture, the, cult, the culture. Culture. How can culture. I think about that? Jesus, yes. Well, for the a culture. man who has absolutely no culture, it's understandable. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, what about in Europe? Any European city? What Any European city that stands out? European city? Oof, God, that was a question. It's just because when Jess was talking about the one she's done, uh, Budapest. Yeah, loved. I did. I didn't know they did a marathon in Budapest. I've been to Budapest before, and I love it. So that'd be a good one to go back to. Is that, is that one you'd like to go and do? Then? Yeah, I reckon so. That'd be my one. I think that I'd like. Not that I ever want to do a marathon again, but um, <laughs> uh, but <I'd> like, <laughs> maybe to go and go and do a ten k in Budapest. I, I was going to say somewhere somewhere where you can go and sunbathe afterwards, afterwards, but that means the, the run will be quite hot and, and yeah, no, I'm humid. So, yeah. Are you going to say Benidorm? <laughs> Aim high. <laughs> yeah. Aim high. Benidorm. Yes. Yes. It's already um, on the list now. Benidorm, we're done. We, we, we keep coming back round to it, so... Um, I, fact, it's, it's cheap, what'll be cheapest to get to? That'll be what I'll do. Sheffield. I'll do it in Sheffield. <laughs> I'll do Sheffield Half Marathon. There we go. Winner. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, that was Jess. That's in the barrel. Uh, awesome. Awesome chat with an awesome person. And uh, uh, best of luck to her with her plans for 2022. Moving on then, Matthew. We still have... This segment still has life in it, just... <laughs> Was on life support. We've uh, clear. Clear. <laughs> we've given it a shock, and it's back with us for another week. We've only got two episodes left. I reckon we can drag it out. What do you think? Yeah, I think we, I think we might be able to. So for anybody who doesn't know <laughs> or skips this bit, is it normally, worth even is it worth it? explaining it? Jack, Jack wants to get in the inner circle. Statman John hates him, and we're making really crap jokes about it. Fair. Yeah, that's that's summed it up. Okie dokie. Uh, Jack, are you there?
Hello. Sorry, I couldn't get myself off mute. I, I'm too scared to press the button in case I'm shouted at. <sighs> what do you mean shouted at? You're not like 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 you're in some kind of unsafe working environment. What are you talking about? You 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 have one you have one thing to do. I've got flashbacks of being in school and talking when I'm not spoken to. Right. Okay. Um, uh, how are you? Uh, I'm not too bad, thank you. It's been a eventful week. Um. I'd, uh, I'll say the news. I got engaged, so I'm a you, happy boy. You did. Congratulations. Thank you um, very much. You are a very, very lucky man. Beth, <laughs> the jury's out, um, whether she's a lucky lady. <laughs> but, but God bless her for taking you on. That's all I'll say. Well, the words I said to her when I got down on one knee is, will you marry me? And she said, wait, I need to ask one question. And I said, don't worry, I will get into the inner circle for us. So um, I'm hoping Statman John will feel pity on me and allow me into the inner circle because that's all she wants in life. Shall she I, wants me to. Shall I tell you who was in. more happier than than Beth for getting you getting asking the question? Um, Your dad. Why? <laughs> He's out because you're out of his hands now. That's it. You're gone. Yeah. Out of the that's way. True. I'm, I'm not his responsibility anymore. He doesn't have to look after me. Although, Dad, if you're listening to this, I haven't asked you yet, but can I come around and have dinner on Sunday, please, to watch the Formula One? Because Beth's at work and I don't want to cook just for myself. Thank you. Oh, and 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 in return, I will take you and bring you home from the Penfold family Christmas meal on Saturday. Oh, my God. You are such a man-child. Such I got a busy. Man-child. I got a busy day tomorrow, so I won't have time to text him. I'll forget. But he'll listen to this. He will listen to this. He is a an avid listener. He's always he's always on first thing on a Thursday morning. Uh, big up Glenn Penfold, uh, and I'm sure you are very happy and very proud of your son and soon to be daughter-in-law. Um, and we're very proud of you both as well. So lots of love to you. Um, how are you feeling about your chance of getting into the inner circle this week? Have you got us another um, uh, another reference? Uh, that's what you were off doing, wasn't it? You were trying to find people who are already in the inner circle to uh, to give you some props to give you a a glowing review to convince smj that maybe it's your time to be entered i have got i have got myself a glowing reference now i don't know who you want me to play rob from the names that i um the name that i gave to you uh previously oh my god <laughs> i forgot because i've got i've got two people because two sent it this week and i don't know who you want me to put it for <laughs> Oh, I don't. <laughs> one job every week. You've got one job, and you manage to do this oh. every time. You are going, Ben. It's Ben. You're going to play in Ben's. I thought it was Ben. You, you, you clinically. No, no. Never mind. I, I thought it was Ben's. Ben's. We've been talking for 20 minutes before we started recording. You could have asked that question at any point, but no, you started making your packed lunch for tomorrow instead. Yep. Yes, that's true. It's because I um, I knew that Nick Finney, uh, we had Nick last week, and I couldn't remember whether we had JP or Ben the first week. But now I remember it was JP that we had because he royally fucked me over by not giving me, sorry for the explicit language, um, by not helping me at all. Right. You're so ridiculous. this week, this week is Ben. 
Right. <laughs> well, and you've ruined that because we weren't supposed to announce oh. that for another couple of minutes. But nice one. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I think it's time for Jack to try and get in the inner circle. And to do so, we, of course, have to introduce the man who has the power. The man who has to say so. Uh, Matt. Oh. Any you, you've been on a bit of a roll lately in terms of introducing SMJ. Any uh-huh. any songs? Any any chance of something new? I have. I've been working on something else. I, I asked my uh, my daughter, who is a keen um, One Direction slash Harry Styles fan, and she's told Ooh. me to do to do it to one of their songs. But I said no. I always use my original versions of my own songs and my own lyrics. So yeah, sorry, Kate, sorry, Kate, I can't be doing that. But here we go. Maybe it's the way he walks. Wow. Straight into the woods to spy on. <laughs> Listens to you as you talk. Ooh. <laughs> All we know is that he's called John. I said, what you doing over there? He said, never mind you, Matthew. <laughs> Be on your way and leave me to catch this without <laughs> and his friend Farrell. <laughs> And all we know is there's a stat man called John. No matter where you hide, he'll always look on. Entering, entering. I've fucking lost it. Carry on. Enter him, enter him and his rim. We can assure you he's... Hang on. No, I've lost it now. I've lost it. Can I, can I ask a question? What yes. song is it meant to be? The best song ever. This is the best song ever. Best song oh, it's ever. it's called we the best song it. ever. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have. Can can I just say that that was so much funnier for me because I have no idea what that song is. <laughs> I, I I got it, Matthew. I'll, I'll so, finish it off anyway. Enter him and his rim. We can assure <laughs> you he's long because all we know is there's a stat man called John. Oh oh oh, can he? Yeah yeah. Oh. We are already 10 minutes into this segment. I don't know why people listen to this podcast. Statman John. Clearly for me doing that. Stop interrupting. Statman John, are you there, sir? Uh, Lads, lads, I have to ask a question. Please do. Matthew. Yes, Statman John. Are you coming on to me? I'm trying to woo you, Statman John, with my, my lyrics and my songs. How's it going? It's working, lad. It's working. Oh, hi, yes. um, right, lads, lads. Sorry, can I just have one sec? Yeah, oh, of course. Start. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Come on. Hang on. Let me get it out. Hang on. It's big. It's big. You'll need two hands. <laughs> That's it. Stand back. Right. Oh, right. There you go. Measure it then. Top to bottom. Eight foot. Told you. <laughs> Take it round, what is it? Four foot length and girth. Yes. <laughs> That's it. You love it. It's a homegrown, some may say. <laughs> Fantastic. There you go. Give it a pet. There you are. Right, how are you, right. Um, uh, pray tell, that my John, what is going on in the background? Oh, sorry about that, lads. It's, um, what's her name? Lorraine Kelly. She's uh, making a Christmas tree. She loves it. Of <laughs> course, she is. Uh, you, and, you and Lorraine are on Christmas tree duty today, then? Yes, yes. She comes out every year to have a look at it, admires it. She's just smiling at me now. She's uh, not all there behind the eyes. <laughs> it's got to be said, it's got to be said. Nation favourite, but I'll be honest. <laughs> um, how are you, sir? You all right? How have you been keeping this week? 
Oh, I've had a big week, busy week, lads, busy week, and that song uh, topped it off, gave me a little smile, so thanks for that. Yeah. Are you a One Direction fan? Is it One Direction? It was, yes. Yeah, are you a One Direction fan, Statman Job? In fact, no, 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 it wasn't, it was it was Matt Direction. Matt Direction, it was, it was the bloody wrong direction. Um, <laughs> Statman John, are you a One Direction fan? No, never heard of it. Never heard of uh, Styles by Harry or whatever it was. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now, now you you can be converted. Get yourself on the old Spotify and and have a listen for the original, and you can uh, you can may, maybe uh, find yourself a new band to listen to. Um, uh, how, how's your week? What have you been up to? Oh, it's actually a bit top secret this week, lads. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what I can. Uh, I've been helping an old pal with a list of naughty and nice. That's it. That's it. I said too much. <laughs> does he, by any chance, have a beard? This pal. He does. Lovely mm. and white. Oh, I've said too much again. Oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Gotta stop. Gotta stop. Rain, hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say you are a little helper, Statman John. Hey. Or big, as Matt would say. Or big. Or, well, <laughs> everything's big from Matt's perspective. Yes, yes, that is true. Little lad. Uh, uh, Jack's here, Statman John. Uh, I, was, I was enjoying this chat, but how are you, Jack? I'm not too bad, thank you, Statman. How are you? Uh, I was good, thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you were. I'm glad that you were good, and I'm sorry that you're not so good now. Sorry. Over. <laughs> He's learning. He's learning. Um, so, Statman John, as discussed before, Jack is uh, is trying to um, uh, get into your inner circle to penetrate the rim, as it was. Um, however, he uh, to do so, he has to get a reference from a current inner circle member. Uh, he spoiled it. Uh, it was going to be a big reveal as to who it was going to be, but he's, he's ruined it because he's told us already because he forgot. Um, Jack, is there anything you want to kind of say in teeing this one up? Anything you want to mention to Statman John that might help your cause this week to get into the inner circle? Uh, I will, thank you. I'll be very short, Statman, so not to take up too much of your time, but I actually got engaged this week. Um, I know that may not affect your life much, but it's made me a very happy lad. And, um, yeah, Beth, uh, Beth said that her one wish will be for me to get into the inner circle and I promised her that I will do and she said that I, I will be allowed in if I um if I can oh no she said that she will I'm marry me if I'm allowed in <laughs> Beth's not allowing me into no her. no you said it now Beth told you that you would be allowed inside her if you get into the inner circle yes or no oh, Jesus. Uh, that's what I said <laughs> Smut, Statman John. Nothing but smut. Always. And I'll be honest, lads. He started talking. I walked away, came back. Not sure what he said at all. (laughs) Rob Rob can give you a rundown. He's getting married to Beth. You remember Beth, don't you, Statman John? Yes, I like that lady. Yep, she's lovely. (laughs) Uh, And she's basically pleaded... For, for for Jack to get into the inner circle, she or she'd like Jack to be in the inner circle. That that that's what he's asking as a as a wedding gift, like like the first scene of The Godfather. That's what that's what he's asking you for. All right. Yeah. Now I'll just say quickly, we will listen to Ben. He is a hero. He's a man. Uh, Beth was actually here last night, and that's not what she's saying. I'll just throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what do you say to that? 
I thought she, I thought she was with me. She she was sitting very still last night. Maybe she, maybe she just left a cardboard cutout here. She didn't really say much last night. Right. Uh, can you play this audio? Is this lad still talking? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll let, let's wind it up now and let's listen to uh, to Ben. Statman John, my lord. This is very painful me for me to have to do. But I am here to appeal for the acceptance of Jack Penfold into the inner circle. Whilst I have tried to think of a list of qualities that he has that he can offer to the already esteemed members of the group, I have to say I have thought of none other than he has a mighty fine source of butlers and servants who could wait hand and foot on not only us, but yourself. And also he comes with a Waitrose Rewards card, which I'm sure we could use in some way. Other than that, I have absolutely no other reason why I feel he should be entered. Um, I, I And like I say, it pains me to have to do this. I'm saying this through gritted teeth, um, but I think it's about time now. We've been harsh on him, and rightly so. But the sooner we get him in, the sooner we can end this segment. Peace. Good old Ben, keeping it nice and short. Uh, sweet and short, but I don't know. Like I've got all... Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> um, bit of silence there. I know I'm just doing a dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> this week is nonsense continue sir when you're ready now he raised some good points uh butlers and loyalty card but jackie's not coming in oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly the end of job? the series um why isn't he let me think of a reason now um, something about what he got up to at the weekend, something because he blinks too much. Um... <laughs> I had a very posh weekend, Statman John. And that's it, the list goes on. So, uh, yeah, you're not, but I'll tell you what, Jack, as a gift to celebrate this poor Ooh. lady taking your hand, you're going to let I will, me in for um, a week if you let me speak. <laughs> I will, uh, that was a nice rhyme. I will take your lady and let her in my inner circle, Beth is in. Oh, oh Betsy! <laughs> yes, okay. you are not. Do you want to let, let my mum in, my sister in, my dog in? Oh, he's, get, oh, he's, oh, he's getting feisty. Matt, he's getting feisty. Oh. Jack, he's... Dad, listen, listen. Your mum and your sister, they've been in for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. If we if we weren't doing this virtually, Miss Satman John would be, you know, fighting right now. I'm angry. Hey. Mate, think... you, you, your ass shouldn't write checks. No, your mouth shouldn't write checks that your ass can't cash. I've been I've been trying all series for this. Two series, pretty I'm, much. Two, I'm at boiling point. Everyone's in but me. There's yeah. there's 7.9 billion people in. I'm just 7.99999 billion people. I'm the one person on this planet probably not in. <laughs> Um, John, how, how how do you feel about this level of, of anger and aggression? Is is there some respect there for this? I'll be honest, I thought it was balance. Right. <laughs> the the man cannot get angry. 
so I will not raise Joe. I'll let him uh, entertain himself, play with himself as you will. <laughs> okay. Well, how about this, Jack? How about this? Yeah. One of the most entrusted members of the inner circle is Papa Penfold. Glenfold himself. Is. Big Glen. Agreed, Statman John? He's yes, top yes, tier. he's the man. Big GP. How about this? No variables, no messing about. Also, it's the end of the series and we can't drag it out for any longer than that. Next week, if you get a glowing reference from Glenn Penfold himself, no if buts or maybes, no variables, no you blink too much, you're in. If Glenn okay. backs you and says that you're in, then you're in. What do you reckon, Statman John? Agreed. He is the puppet master. Agreed. There we go. Jack, okay, can you so do that? I, I saw- so I need to get him to cook me dinner on Sunday and get me a voice message. This is probably not going to help. I think you should be really nice to your dad for a week. Maybe Trio you cook shit. him dinner. I'll yeah. go around his house and I'll cook the dinner. There you go. House. Look at that. Dad, I won't thing- really. Get mum to make me a nice pie or something. Oh, my God. This is why, Jack. <laughs> this is why. Right. I've got to watch the Formula One. Well, that's that. The, your mission is to get a good reference from your dad and be nice to your dad for a week. So that man, John, we're going to get you back next week to uh, to observe. And uh, Matt, just try and think of a song that I recognise next week. How about that? Okay, no worries. All right, then, chaps. We'll see you on the flip flop. Matt, let's get to the roll call. You're up. Bye. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? 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 You got a roll call for me, baby? I have, <laughs> baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> I've got a roll call for you, baby. Um, bit of a concise one. We put the shout out a little bit late this week. So apologies if you've not had a chance to reply. If you did want to be in the roll call, we will double up next week and get you in for a season finale roll call. We have got a three, pe- a few people, a three people. We've got a three, three people to mention. <laughs> what is going on? I'm unwell. That's why. That's what I'm blaming. No, I'm unwell. You're, you're, conta- you're contagious. You're rubbing off on me. Um, uh, that's a different conversation, though. Uh, so do you want to start? Yes, can be, can, can be. See, I'm doing too much for that. Can do. Oh, God. Uh, Runner.deed, he's an awesome chap within his, in himself as well, doing everything he's doing, but he's putting a shout out to Big D for absolutely smashing the uh, FKT uh, time that he did for the Northern Line, I believe, or the Central Line, but he, he's managed, uh, I think it was 62 miles. So uh, Runner Dean's shouting out a big, a big D. Derek, what awesome stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah, and deservedly so. Yeah, and and I'd like to echo that. I think um, uh, Roll Call probably doesn't do it justice. Not that everyone's achievements aren't great in a week, but man, Derek absolutely smashed it. Raised an incredible lot of money for an awesome charity um, for for, for an incredible friend. And um, and, and wow, yeah, 14 hours of running, was it? Um, Bless him. And and Julie, Julie, Julie. And was it Jamie went out with him as well? Um, Fair play to you guys for sticking with him. Big shout out for you guys on the roll call as well. Um, Give him a bit of company. But man, what a superhero he is. Absolutely superhuman. He just gets on with it, plods along, smile on his face. He's an absolute legend. Doesn't make a big song and a dance about it. No. I get some. Yeah, awesome. Super humble, humble guy. We love him. Yeah, what a bloke. Well done, mate. We're dead proud of you. Um, we've got a few others, though, to talk about. Um, Gary Ludwin uh, racked up his 400th not park oh. run yesterday. So well done to you, Gary. Mm, well done. Well done. Uh, Alex smashed another 10K PB at the Percy Bud, Percy Bud at the weekend. 
Uh, she's well a, done, she's Alex. a PB machine, yeah. isn't she? One, one a week, I think, at the minute. So awesome running, Alex. Great stuff. Yeah, big shout out to Paul Griffiths, who went down to Clumber Park Park Run doing his first time volunteering. Absolutely smashing it. Great job to you. Hope you enjoyed it, mate. We we, we love doing that and uh, putting our hours in to, uh, to help other runners. Great stuff. Uh, and I think finally, Paul wrote to London. He, he shouted out a few people this week. Uh, our Paul. Tall Matt Taylor, who achieved his uh, new Park Run PB and a top 10 position. Oh, so, love it. Uh, love, well loving the park run. Well done. Well done, Flower. Loving the uh, the PB themes. Um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, sorry, the PB themes, the park run themes to so this, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with the park run cup we've got coming up in mind. Very exciting. So well done to all of you. You have made up our concise, speedy roll call this week. Matt hit us with some more music. All right, partner. You know what time it is. You've been roll call, baby. What? What? Uh, brilliant stuff. So before we get out of here, Matt, I've got some thank yous. We have. Thank you to Jess for coming on and telling us her story. Thank you to Ben, uh, organising all the part run stuff and the part run cup. All amazing work, Ben. Thank you very much. Uh, Jack, Statman John. Uh, thank you to Graham Lindley. Um, anybody else? Jess for being on the show. I said Jess. Jess. I said Jess. I said Jess. Mm. I think I said thank you to Jess. Yes, I did. Yes. Right. Yes. I just want to say a, bit, a shout out to um, Andy Cal as well for getting in touch after last week's uh, show. I think I was speaking about the, uh, the the trainers that I wanted to buy some uh, trail shoes and stuff, and he got he got in touch say asking me if he's got a spare. He's got a pair, spare pair in his wardrobe that he's not worn for uh, for a while, and he, he offered to uh, to let me have them. Bless him. But uh, I'm afraid I have child feet, so I couldn't get. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> so, yeah, he's, you know, he's, you know he's an eight, I, and I'm a seven, so I, I'm a bit gutted about that. But thank you very much. Let's Andy. call the awesome whole stuff. thing off. Um, I, I if anybody out there has got a size seven pair of trail shoes, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not a proud man. <laughs> I love. That's not the first time people have tried to give you stuff, is it? Like no. I love that you give off this impression that you need people to give you things. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> but if they want to, <laughs> I won't say no. Um, so uh, I just wanted to say a quick thank you um, to everybody. There's too many to name, and I don't want to embarrass anybody. But um, I, I obviously went a little bit deep on last week's show, mm. talked a little bit about my own struggles. And, uh, and 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 have been in, in a bit of a darker place. And uh, the amount of people that reached out uh, either to check in on me or to tell me that they felt similarly or to give me some ideas for things to do as coping mechanisms or just to say hello and that they're there and they're thinking of me um, was was incredible, to be honest, guys, whether it be a public message, a like, or the people who've, who've reached out on WhatsApp or Instagram, uh, give me a quick call. Um, I, I love you all. And, and, and uh, wow, just a reflection of how great this community is that, you know, everyone looks out for each other. And um, yeah, dead, 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 dead grateful. So just a big thank you from me. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, awesome. Um, do you want to know who's on the show next week? Oh, yes, please. Oh, we've got a good one. Right. Season we've got finale. A, good a season oh. finale. Well, I couldn't I couldn't do a season finale without an amazing final guest, could I? Right, yeah. Right, okay. So what would be better? To ask, let me ask you this. What would be better than having Ruth Bennett back on the show? What? 
What what could be better than that? The the amazing, the incomparable Ruth Bennett. What could be better than having Ruth back on the show? Can't top that, can you? What about if Adrian Bennett came oh, on the show as well? The power couple we, that is. The, and what would be better than that? Don't, don't. You can't. What? I can do it better. You can't get me better. No chance. We haven't just got Ruth. We haven't just got Adrian. We're we not have got... playing what the Fort Lake top trumps here, are we? we oh, well, you're not going to top this trump, my friend. Go on, then. We, we, we've got the whole Bennett family coming on. What? They're bringing the kids. We all know that Ruth and Adrian are big proponents of uh, of the running lifestyle. The kids are involved. The junior part runs, the part runs, the marshalling, the volunteering, the running together, the lifestyle. They're amazing. And we're going to get the kids on and we're going to have a chat with them. And we're going to talk to Ruth. We're going to talk to Adrian. Find out a bit about Adrian. Ruth's been on like 400 times, but we're going to get Adrian on because um, we've not had a chat. He was on after the finish line once, but we've not actually had him on as a guest. So we're going to find out a bit about Adrian. We're going to find out about what the kids' um, running journeys look like, how how it factors into their lives. I think it's going to be a great one. What do you reckon? It, it might teach us a, little, a few th- things and tricks of how to get our kids out running. Cause, oh, yeah. Quite that's frankly, why I'm doing it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's calling it an uphill battle is an insult to uphill to be honest um but uh, but yeah yeah what do you reckon cool right yeah sounds sounds interesting a little bit of a twist on how we usually do stuff but uh, yeah, yeah it's good i can't wait for that not recorded it yet so it could dissolve into anarchy but i think the <laughs> children aren't feral like mine so no um, i need i need to stop holding my expectations of standards of my own kids uh, <laughs> uh, i think it's gonna be amazing so looking forward to that one um with the bennett family and uh, that's about it matt so why don't you let everyone know where they can get us on the old social medias absolutely everywhere we're like a bad rash to search what the fault like will pop up wherever you search that thing google or yahoo or ask jeeves anywhere well you'll find ask jeeves bing <laughs> don't talk to me about King bing yeah bing bing <laughs> bing can piss off anyway can, so, yeah, continue twitter, instagram facebook twitter uh youtube tiktok uh what the fault like we've got his email address uh we've got his website what www.whatthefartlek.com uh yeah just search what the fault like you'll 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 find us that was a storming review. Thank you, mate. Almost, <laughs> almost sounded like you wanted to go home. Um, so, uh, but most importantly, we need to let people know about the newsletter. First episode came out oh. last week. We've got over 60 subscribers yeah. to the newsletter now. We're very happy about that. It's a great way to find out all about upcoming episodes, about uh, meetups, about fart like family community stuff, some cheeky discount codes on there. We're going to have some guest blogs. Um, I think Derek's doing one this week about about get fucked um, very excited for that um so yeah uh, you can do it by signing up on the website and if, um, if, or if you look at it if you look closely you might even see jack's little tip as well oh yes jack's little tip's gonna be there it is good point matt so jack's gonna give some some running tips um oh, not get his oh. knob out fortunately um yeah it's it's, it's stacked it's awesome and uh, and our fart like family our communities the ones who've made it and built it and we're dead proud of it and dead grateful so give it a subscribe uh, either on our instagram you can find it uh, the link to sign up or you can do it through the website www.whatthefartlek.com please do uh, matt if you want to give you a follow where can they find you uh matty owls and, and how I, about you, I am at Little Runner Boy Rob. So with that being said, I think we should have a little rest, a little break um, until the season finale next week. And then it's Christmas. Um, so as always, guys, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Be 
excellent to each other. Be kind, as always, or just bog off. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Piss right off, you ain't. Cock-a-ha!